Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, welcome back. We're 15 away from eight, and it's now time to talk some football, Kempe. Yeah, well, it was a thrilling weekend if you're a Wellington Phoenix fan, with both the men's and the women's sides taking home 1-0 wins against Sydney FC. The women's win was just the second of the season and came against the side at the top of the table, while the men's win put the side 30 equal on points and into a promising position. How good with just six games still to play before the playoffs. With us this morning to talk through the results and what's happening in football around the world is David Choate. Morning, David. How are you? Yeah, good, gents. Yeah, good morning if you're a Phoenix fan, isn't it? Mm. Not so good if you uh, <laughs> are from both the men and the women getting up and over them. It was, uh, yeah... A nice watch. Yeah, mate. How, and how good has it been, Dave? I guess getting that um, that double being down there, watching it, uh, the women and the and the men's team, and still being in the race for finals. Yeah, great for the men. Uh, keeps them in the race. But I think even greater for the women. Uh, top, the bottom, that one. So, you know, when you get one of those massive upsets in the sport, uh, it feels good. Uh, the, the women's side uh, deserved sort of to take most of the credit this weekend because they played a side which by rights they shouldn't have got up even close to. But they uh, they won. They won 1-0, and they fully deserved their goal. It was um, it was a it was a good watch. Yeah, it's good for their confidence, knowing that they can compete in this level. What was the sudden change? Where did you see that result coming from? Any takeaways? No, I didn't see it coming, but I, what I did like about them is they, they got their goal, uh, and they kept going for their mm. second. They never sat on their lead. They tried and tried. Uh, they won their sort of uh, possession. They, they got themselves into uh, sort of the front foot football, which was just, didn't see it coming at all. I thought against Sydney, who have been uh, clearly the best side in the women's game, you thought, well, this could be a bit of a, a tough ask. But uh, there was a real a real passion in the performance. Uh, they, they thoroughly deserved to win in what looked a pretty hot afternoon in Sydney. Yeah, it was a hot afternoon for sure. Well, let's talk about the men's side as well. Look, just hell of a lot of opportunities in terms of Sydney FC. They'll be ruined the middle work, Ollie Sale saving plenty, and then the Phoenix getting, obviously, their uh, goal in the 20th minute. They'll be relatively happy that they uh, happy that they stayed in the fight and were able to defend the last quarters. Yeah, they'll be real pleased with the result. They... Um, they were they were lucky, I think. It was a sneaky win. Um, you'd say on sort of the, the balance of play and chances created, Sydney would feel a bit stiff going away without anything from Eden Park, but it's become a fortress for the Wellington Phoenix. Zavada in the goals again. He, he, he snuck the goal at the far post, and uh, the Phoenix rode their luck and uh, held on. It was, uh, it was one of those wins, a bit like last week against the Jets. Mm. Matches they must win. They've got themselves across the line, but only just. 
Hey, Dave, let's talk a little bit about Ollie Sale. Like, he's announced that he won't be re-signing, played a big part on the weekend. Uh, how's that affecting the team and, and I guess, the future of, of goalkeepers in, in at the Phoenix? Nature of the A-League, and so I don't think the players will be affected at all. This seems to be the way of the A-League players announced where they're going sort of towards the end of the season. They don't sign multi-year deals in A-League football and they tend to drift around again. I smell a bit of a rat in this one. I think uh, Oli Sale's still got his eye to further afield. I think the Perth move is sort of one step away from Wellington and, and hopefully for Oli Sale one step closer to a European sort of offer. I think that's where his eyes really are. Um, so I wonder if this move to Perth is transitional. I'm not convinced that uh, Perth is the dream destination for Ollie Sale, but I think he's looking for a bigger gig, and I suspect Perth is a stepping stone. Well, let's talk about Ufuk Talei. Obviously, he missed out on the All Whites, so there was a little bit of well, indis- well, a little bit of unease around his coaching future at, at the Phoenix. I haven't heard the latest, but his impact on this the squad as as a coach, mate. If he goes, be a huge loss. Yeah, it'd be a massive loss. Oregon has had a huge impact not only on the Wellington Phoenix but on mm. New Zealand football. He's yeah. given plenty of Kiwis a chance to play A-League football and plenty of those Kiwis will step on to bigger leagues, which is good for the game and good for the All-Whites. So so I would say Ufuk Talley's been a real... Was um, that the wrong decision to let him go for the, for the All-Whites? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I reckon. Hey, I Dave, think that must have been Dave, a trick there, right? I think there was a chance to sort of lock him in. Yeah, David, let's just talk a little bit about that. You know, you've got Ufuk Tale there, who's obviously, like you said, had a bigger impact on, on New Zealand football than than anyone for in recent years. Um, is there, or does there need to be a, a change at the top of New Zealand football so that we don't miss these opportunities that come around? Well, there must be questions asked because it's been a botched sort of um, process. There's no question we were in mm-hmm. the press as a, as a code saying we've, we're about to sign the next big thing in, in, in football for the All-Whites, and it just hasn't transpired. Uh, there are good All-Whites fixtures coming up. They've got games in the window. Darren Basie will do his job, and I imagine do it well as the interim coach. But certainly, I don't think it's where New Zealand football wanted to be, so I would be asking questions of administration. But I think the game in New Zealand isn't big enough sort of to have mm. multiple big managers in the game. So I thought um, the opportunity to maybe lock Talley into the New Zealand football scene would have been a a very interesting proposition for both the Wellington Phoenix and New Zealand football to get their heads around together. I'm not convinced there was much collaboration going on, and I think mm. that's a shame. You know, you know, and it's not the only sport too, you know. like you, you, you tend to think that these sports are following some type of direction in and around not actually understanding professional sport. Do you get that feeling, Dave? You know, like um, you're in the professional game, they're in the amateur administration game, they're trying to hire a professional coach and look after professional players, and they can't bridge that gap? Because for me, having Ufak Tale as the, as the coach of the All-Whites, it makes total sense. Yeah, look, I think there's a, a bit of a fine line. They're called fish heads for a reason, aren't they? There's, <laughs> there's something about the fish. Um, I don't think we call them fish heads because we, we like fish. Um, I think those who have been in the game and understand how the game's played have a, a unique knowledge to share, and I think that's something that is missing from many codes. You end up with officialdom making calls that have people who understand the game and live in that culture scratching their heads. And I think this football one's much like many of those codes. Beautiful. Before we let you go, mate, what chance do you give them inside going into the playoffs? Um, look, I think they're, they're every chance. Mm. I think they've, in the last couple of weeks, shown that they can sort of hang on to results. I like them better when they're playing with the ball and trying to sort of get get themselves in front. I think that's when they play their best football. When they score early, they seem to sort of almost uh, go into defensive mode and hang on to what they've got. I like them when they keep playing 
I think they could take a leaf out of that women's team and keep playing for the 90. Although in saying that, Ufuk Tele is a better coach than I'll ever be. So uh, <laughs> he's doing the right thing at the moment. And he'll, he'll, he's got a, an interesting run in six games to go. They sit equal sort of third on goal difference. They play three teams above them and three teams below them. If they pick up a decent amount of points, they may well play themselves into a home final. A home, a home final. If they do that, uh, no one will want to come to Wellington to play them, I'm sure of that. Beautiful. What a weekend for the Phoenix. Wellington Phoenix franchise, both men's and women's side, beating Sydney FC. And we're talking to David Cho, all things football. We appreciate your time, mate. Thanks so much, and uh, I hope you're well. Yeah, thanks. Always happy to talk to the round boys, fellas. Thanks very much, Dave. There he is. We were going to ask him who his premier side is, but we won't go there because it might be Liverpool after that seven up. Well, how many memes are coming out about that seven up and then I've just <laughs> gone seven down? <laughs> <laughs> So good. Anyway, that was David Chate. We're going to shoot off. We've got plenty of messages on the temper bedpost text machine, double eight double three, and call us any time on the Kennards Hire phone line, 0800 150 811. Back soon.